Hashem, my boy, sir. We are back. Baruch Hashem. Yishalayim, we are Kodesh. We're back with Yishurim. We're back with Torah. We're back with Yeshiva. Ah, it's Kavaldik to see everybody. It's Kavaldik to be back. It's Kavaldik to start again. Rabbi, I want to start this month with a very, very important Nogea, practical Maisa Halacha, which is going to be Nogea Be'ezah Hashem, and it is Nogea on a every Shabbos basis. You know, sometimes you have those Malachas that are like, okay, every so often it's Nogea, when it happens it's Nogea, you know, if you know about it, it's Nogea, then certain Malachas are Nogea every single Shabbos. There doesn't exist a Shabbos, in my opinion, if you intend on eating on Shabbos, that doesn't have this Shaila incorporated within the Shabbos Kodesh, okay? And that is the Gavaldiga Malacha of Bishel. Bishel, there is no Shaila on Shabbos, is probably one of the most Negea practical Lemaisa Malachas that apply on Shabbos Kodesh, okay? Now, I don't think we've given Shir on Shabbos this year, am I right? We haven't, right? It's the, it's the first... It's the first time we're doing Shabbos. So let me start like this, Rabbi Say. Let's just start like this. I'm not going to give too much of a Hagdama. Those of you that are joining the, uh, I'm very excited about this, by the way. The, uh, Halacha Chabura, starting Be'ez Hashem this afternoon. Yeah! So it's going to be, it's Gavaldi. Very, very exciting. Um, which yeshiva has a group of Bachram steiging, learning Halacha from Be'ean all the way to Halacha Lamaisa. Which yeshiva? Okay, so, you're going to hear Hagdama as well, but I want to give the guys a little bit of Hagdama. Ah. Into Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos Kodesh, as we know, is the Yisoid of Aramunas, the Yisoid of Yiddishkeit, is the Yisoid of a Yid. So much so, that when you want to identify, and this could be right or wrong, but if you want to identify a from Yid, when was the last time you heard someone being called, oh, he's a Shemek Kashrus. He's a Shemek Tfilin. Right? We don't generally say these things. Right? We say, he's a Shemek Shabbos. Because the Shemesh Shabbos is very often the definition of what a Yid is. Now, Rabbi, I want to tell you something. The Chobetz Chaim says this. In the of Chelek Gimel and Mishnah There is no way, it's not Shaykh in the Welt, that a person can actually keep Shabbos if he doesn't know the Halachas. It's all very nice. Yeah, we Rebbe, we want to keep Shabbos. But if I don't know what to do, if I don't know how to keep it, so it's not the Geir. Like the Chobetz Chaim says... If a person doesn't know, and he's not a boki in Hilchah Shabbos, he's being over so many times. I once made a cheshben, how many times a person is over on Issa Shabbos, if he doesn't know the basic halachas, I'm not talking about bi'in, I'm not talking about lomdas, basic halachas. I once made a cheshben 176 times, he's over on Chilul Shabbos, many of them da'araisa, Chilul Shabbos da'araisa, on things he doesn't even have, on things he doesn't even know. So we're dealing with like serious, I'm not dealing with Rabbonons and Xeras, we're dealing with the Orises, okay? Dealing with, I'll give you an example by the way. Mordecai, this opened my eyes a number of years ago. I had a koilal in a chasidish place, chasidish bismedrash, and this chasidish guy turns to me, and he says to me like this, he says to me, ooh, I have a gewaldige zach that I do, I fill the cholent Friday night with extra water. Now it happens sometimes that it burns out, and it needs, you know, it needs a little more, you know, Need some more liquid, need some water. So I fill up with water. I said, what do you use? He said, what do you mean? I take pre-filtered water. Right? Because I can't, you can't use regular water. So he takes pre-filtered water, it's filtered. And this way he puts it into the cholent on Shabbos Kodesh. I said, then that's Gavaldic. How many years have you been married? He said, what do you mean? I've been married 14 years. This is Gavaldic. I said, that's Gavaldic. You haven't kept Shabbos one Shabbos in your life since you're married. I said, Shem Yerachim. Rabbi, I want to tell you something else also, by the way. This is very important. You guys think 
Okay, this is Hilcha Shabbos. Okay, you know, I need to know, I don't need to know. First of all, when you get married, all of a sudden it's like, Rebbe, what do I do now? Like, you know, it's like, whoa, all of a sudden, a crash course. Call that Torah cooler before you get married. Rabbi said, I'm giving you right now, Shalom Bayesh Yurim. It's in the form of Hilcha Shabbos. What's the Pshat? Very simple. Imagine, you get married, all of the right time, you get married, and your wife's going to say to you, ah, Yankala, my dear Yankala, you learned in yeshiva for so long. Tell me something. Am I allowed to take off the lid on Friday night to give a, a good, a good schmeck? I want to smell the chon on Friday night and I'll put it back on. So you're like, one second. Um, when I learned Boba Metzia, there was a Shiloh and Tosus there about whether or not. But, but, about that you have to learn Boba Metzia. But, <laughs> It's Kavaldic, but if you don't know the halachas, so I was going to say, not only did she marry an Amaretz, but she married the Machal Shabbos. She probably married the Machal Shabbos, like he doesn't know anything. Okay? If you know these things, and by the way, your wife's going to know all of these things, right? Because she went to seminary. And she learned all the halachas. So she's coming in, right? She's coming in with, she's the rock. How is that going to make you feel when you have to ask your wife all the shilas? Okay? It's not, it's not a joke. Now a woman wants to call me up, and she asked the Shaila. So innocently, I answered the Shaila, and I heard on the phone, in my Shaila, she puts the, ver- she says to her husband, you see, I told you you were wrong. I'm like, oh no. That's, you, have to, you have to know. You've got to know this stuff. This is basic stuff. I don't believe anybody can walk near a kitchen or food if you don't know these halachas. The chayzim ulublin. The Right before he made Kiddush. Right before he made Kiddush. You know what he did? He did chazorah of the whole Hilcha Shabbos. Can you imagine? A chazorah of the Gantzah Hilcha Shabbos. How can you go into Shabbos without doing Hilcha Shabbos? Fashion not negate. Basic things. Basic things. Taking off the lid of a cholent. Taking out the cholent to take some, putting it back on. What about taking salt and putting it into your cholent on Shabbos? Putting it into the chicken soup. What about putting matzah? But matzah in the chicken, in the chicken soup. I'm not discussing Pesach with Gabrachs. Some people are traumatized, you know. We are allowed, they're not allowed. Achachon Pesach, it was Shabbos. What do you do in such a case? Achachon Pesach, you're allowed to have good box, but it was on Shabbos. Are you allowed to put matzah in your soup? What about putting... Second days, but it was on Shabbos this year, so how does it work? All right. What about putting... A very famous dessert that people make is they have a hot chocolate cake and you put a scoop of ice cream next to it. Or let's say, for example, let's say, you know, it's a straw. This is, this is Gavaldic. Right, you guys came back just to this. Is when you go to a kiddish, you get a piece of you shall me kegel, and what's next to it? The pickle. Kavaldik. Uh, is that allowed on Shabbos? Is that even a shaila? Is that even a shaila? Like, what's the shaila with that? I know there's a shaila of brachas that we know. Do you have to make a brach on the pickle? Is it ikker? Is it tofel? But like Shabbos, seriously, all these things we have to worry about. What's it all about? So, Baisai, we're going to embark on a journey of practical hilchas Shabbos, hilchas bishul. It's going to take us a few shiurim, Hashem. but if you guys listen and you concentrate and you're here, I guarantee you, the bikiyas, the knowledge of Hilchah Shabbos and Hilchah Bishal you will have will be unparalleled. Okay? There's a lot of practical things. Making coffee. How many ways are there to make coffee? Tea. All these sorts of things. These are shilas every single week. We're all familiar. Everybody here is familiar with the Ramon Seven Ration and Tess, right? The Ramon Seven Ration and Tess brings down the famous Bala Ma'or that says that if a person doesn't eat hot food on Shabbos Kodesh, we have to look into his yechas. Right? It could be his amin, 
Could be who knows where he comes from, who knows what the Vich is at. Doesn't he hop food on a Shabbos Kodesh? As I eat. No, it's not Shaykh. Remember, everybody has hot food. The moment you have hot food, how are you heating it up? How are you heating it up? What if Arab Shabbos is putting the Cholentor with a blech, without a blech? Tell you, Motor Kamaisa. A guy calls me up Arab Shabbos. A bacha for Shleitzer. A bacha calls up Arab Shabbos. He's making Shabbos on the beach. Making Shabbos on the beach. Okay? No, Rabbi said, don't try this one at home. Okay? Don't try this one at home. He made Shabbos on the beach. So there were shiners with a tent. There were shilas with an Eruv. There's shilas with going in the water because they're building rafts for Shetzach, right? Building rafts, rubbish in the water, that. you got shilas with schita with the hair, mikveh, you know, Shabbos morning. But one of the shilas was this. He's making a huge bonfire and he's putting the chicken soup on there. So he's going to build up a whole, like, like a whole pile of twigs and whatever and wood. He's going to light it on fire, Erev Shabbos. He's going to put his pot, pre-made pot, onto the fire with chicken soup. Is he allowed to do that? Does it need a blech? How do you make a blech? All of these sorts of shyness are so nagaya when it comes to all sorts of things. And even if you're not making Shabbos on the beach and you're simply making it in your kitchen, in your house, you have to know blech, no blech. What does a blech mean? How exactly do you cover things? How do you put things back if you take them off? It's a shyness. Mamas, maizu, machol Shabbos. So I said, a lot to discuss, a lot to do. Today I just want to go into a little bit of a hagdoma. What is bishel? What is the definition of bishel? Now we have to understand before we do this, and this is something you have to repeat again and again. What is the definition of a melacha? A melacha on Shabbos, as we know, is not necessarily work. That's avoidah. What's the difference between the word melacha and the work and the word avoidah? Melacha and avoidah. So, with Shimshim Rafal Hirsch, is a modic of Shat. Shimshim Rafal Hirsch, Allah Torah says, melacha comes from Roshan Malach. Avoidah comes from Roshan Eved. What's the difference? Because an Eved is a slave. What is the definition of a slave? Someone that has to fulfill whatever his master says. It might not make any sense. It might not mean anything. It might not do anything. But his, his master told him to do it. So he does it. What's a Malach? A Malach has a Tachlet. Has a mission in this world. That the Rabbanishon put in this world a Malach to have a mission. That's the Loshon Malacha. Loshon Avoidu is work. Work could mean schlepping a couch from one end of the house to the other end of the house. That's mutter. That's not a problem because there's no tachlis. Nothing happened. You didn't create something. If you want to go even deeper, al pi kabol in the Zoya state, that the Rabbanishim created the world with 39 malachas. And therefore those are the 39 malachas that are Asher and Shabbos because the Rabbanishim stopped creating on the seventh day. Mimele, we have to stop creating. And therefore the 39 malachas are corresponding to the 39 malachas that the Rabbanishim created in the world, created the world with. Mimele, we have to stop. On a poshet level, the Rabbani Shalom stopped creating on, on Shabbos in a general way, and therefore we have to stop creating, which means a malacha is a creation. Every malacha is a creation. You're doing something. Even, says Tosus in the beginning of Masechus Shabbos, Hitzah, where I'm taking something from inside the house to the street, is a malacha, because I've created a new metzias, a new environment for this tissue, for whatever it may be. When it comes to Bishal, it's no different. You've created something. What have you created? You've taken a raw piece of chicken, a raw piece of meat, a raw potato, something which is basically not edible, or even if it is edible, but you've changed the form into something new. It's got a new usage. It's got a new name. It's got a new metzias. That is the malacha of Bishal. And that is generally the whole Yisoyed of Bishal. And we're going to talk about it, and we're going to use it for many different examples that we're going to discuss to see whether or not it is Bishal or it's not Bishal, because it has to fit into that category. I'll give you an example. The Gemara says in Shabbos, Ayin Daladom Advais, Ha'imad Shodah Sikh Salah Tuna. 
Rashi says it's like a wet peg into the oven. Right, that's the makor of all of Hilchos Bishul. Zuk the Gemara Chayiv Mishum Bishul. Fet the Gemara Pshita Vadir Chayiv Mishum Bishul. If he did something, so the Gemara says that I would have said Lamaisa it goes hard and it goes soft and it goes soft and it goes hard different directions. But Akaponim the side of the Gemara is that when you change something by making it soft, this is the Rambam Sagdora. When you change something from either hard to soft or soft to hard, that's the Hagdora Bishul. I'll give you an example. Two Shailas, very very simple Shailas. Shaila number one. Somebody asked like this, they're in a hotel, a non-kosher hotel, and they're operating on Shabbos as normal. They brought themselves bread with them. They want to know, on Shabbos morning, are they allowed to go over to the electric toaster? It's a toaster with a conveyor belt that moves by itself. Nothing happens when you go near it. Nothing happens when you put something on it. And they'll take their own piece of bread, and they will place it on one side of the conveyor belt. It will go to the other side. It will become toast on the other side. Are you allowed to do that on Shabbos? Okay. Same thing. Can you take a soft-boiled egg and turn it into a hard-boiled egg? Okay? It's soft-boiled, so it's edible. Can I turn it into a hard-boiled egg? What if, for example, you have these new um, souffles? Right? Now, the souffles that they make have liquid inside them. Are you going to have to heat those up, or are they going to become more cooked? What about a steak that's not fully cooked? It's medium-rare, and you want to turn it from medium-rare to medium-well. That's a Medium-rare is too cooked. That's subject to personal opinion. You understand? These are shadows that we have to get to. We're crossing a line. Before we, before we said we've got a lot of shadows to deal with. Let me ask the Oedem a shayla. Do I know what, knows what's a, a grammar? What's a grammar? Anyone know what a grammar is? Anybody? Huh? It causes something to happen. Rabbi said, let me ask the Oedem a shayla. Simple shayla. You take the malacha of bishol. It's very interesting. I take a pot of chicken soup, which is raw. In there is chicken that's raw, vegetables, some spices, and regular, regular water. I put it onto the fire. Is it cooked right now? Is it cooked? It's cooked. Wow. How'd you do that? Is it cooked or not, Rabbi Isai? It's not cooked. When you hype a bishop, when it starts cooking, even though it's raw? No, when you do that. Which action? Putting it on. It's raw. I'm chayfa bishul without being cooking anything. I'm chayfa bishul without cooking. I'm not cooking. It's going to be cooked in an hour and a half. So it's a grama. I'm causing it to happen. I'm chayfa for a grama? That's different. That's because it's ma'abit. Shochanag and Semishin Chof Aleph says that about it's also. That's posher. Everyone knows that. Come on. No, Aaron, what are you tying What are you chayfa for? Let me ask another shayla. Bin Chaskin is clear as this shayla. If you take a seed... And you put it into the ground. When you hire for zayaya, for planting, right now, or when it actually takes root, which is how long? How long? No. How long? Almost three days. When you hire. So this rabbi says, subject to machaykes to minchas chinuch and the rashash. When are you hire for bishul? Zuk the poiskim. The chazanish says this claw. Zuk the halik chazanish. Ah. The Chazanish. He says, I'm the Kazakh. He says, the whole side of the Malacha of Bishol is a grammar. The way to do Bishol, the Mahalach, the Metsiyas of the Malacha, is it does not get cooked immediately. It takes time. Since it's a Malacha, that the whole side of the Malacha is something that takes time, you'll right now. Nafgamina, by the way. Nafgamina. What happens if a person, by mistake, switched on the kettle? 
So he has a choice. Either he leaves it, Shemal Taisa'adif, I'll leave it, but it's going to get cooked. Or he'll find a way, maybe to a goy, of switching it off, and the water inside won't get cooked. If you hold that you're chayiv now, so it won't help you, switch it off, you're already chayiv. But if you hold your only chayiv later, so then what? Good. Figure out a way, halakhically, to switch it off. I'm not chayiv official. That will be the nafkamina. I'll say tomorrow, Be'ez Hashem, we're going to go into some details of the halakha. Have a wonderful day.